Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast called We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. This is Christine Guthrie here, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we're seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our conversation this week is with Jason Bachman, owner of Strange Donuts. You can find them on all the socials at Strange Donuts Online. We'd never really um, gotten a chance to sit down and talk with Jason, and I gotta say, he is a completely different character than his persona through Strange Donuts. I was kind of expecting him to be like a goofy guy, but Jason is seriously one of the most focused, driven individuals I have ever met. My mentality changed from like, how do I pay my bills to like, how do I give people a service? You might not realize this, but you could have seen Jason around St. Louis in the last decade before Strange Donuts opened when he was running his hot dog cart business. In addition to hot dogs and donuts, we hear about Jason's travels all over the world and he also has one of the most touching stories that I've heard about a family food memory. That's kind of a common question I like to ask about people and he had a really great answer. I uh, really hope you'll take the time to listen to our whole conversation because there are a lot of good little nuggets of wisdom in it. Thank you so much for listening and this is Jason Bachman. We'll talk. Ben, let's go. Let's go. Hi, Jason. Hello. How's it going? Hello. We're great. How's it going with you? Good. Good day. Yeah. Perfect Very good day. Thanks so much for coming over today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. What'd you bring us? We have... What are you going to pour for us today? It's called Malta India or a lot... Malta Goya is another popular brand. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a really... uh, It's... My wife is Venezuelan and I've spent a lot of time in South America. And this is a really popular drink there. I don't know anybody mm. that drinks it here who's ever had it, mm. but it's always at my house, yeah. except mm. for today when I went to leave the house. So we eat arepas a lot, if you've had them oh, yeah. or heard yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and like this is yeah. on Sunday, mm-hmm. we always make them. We make them, you know, cheese, butter, ham, turkey, mm-hmm. tuna, all different kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is like, you, we drink coffee and, uh, and these with the arepas and uh it's super sweet a little bitter from the malt Mm. and um it tastes like i mean it it tastes like a a soda beer yeah cheers cheers Cheers. good to see you so Mm. totally smells like beer yeah Yeah. that's good i like that it's good we drink it a lot where do you get it at um you get it at any international market really so like jay's international Mm -hmm. will have it World market. Mm. Cool. So, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yep. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Interesting. I love it. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, Jason, probably everybody knows who you are. I don't know. But just for those people, we'll turn, on, we'll turn off all the beats. Yeah. It's okay. Whatever. Okay. We're, we're cool here. Uh, tell us who are you? 
My name is Jason Bachman. I, um, I, th- I guess I'm on this podcast because I own Strange Donuts, and um, I work there. And that's that's me. And do stuff. Strange Very Donuts. Good. We do things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Make cool. stuff. Stay strange. Make donuts. Stay strange. Do things. Yeah. How old is Strange Donuts? Um, it'll be four years in October. Wow. So we've been actually mm. it's a little bit older than that now. I mean, we really started doing things in, in around April mm-hmm. of 2013, and then, um, but we've been open as a store. Mm-hmm. Um, October 11th was the first day we were like officially open. We had a few mm. parties at the store, but like open for business October 11th, 2013. Mm-hmm. So we're you know a month and a half or so mm-hmm. out, two months. I don't know what day it is, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know we're we're a couple <laughs> months away from. From uh from being four years old, so nice, amazing, yeah. congratulations, cool. yeah, that's great. Thank you so much, I appreciate it. And I guess so. Just ten minutes ago, you're saying you're taking an international trip tomorrow, yeah, because yeah. So we're gonna open a store in Mexico City, in Contessa, mm-hmm. which is like um. So Mexico City is awesome. If you haven't been there, it's like, I feel like it's like Manhattan. Uh-huh. If you've ever been, I mean, uh, tons of art galleries like five of the top 20 restaurants in the world are there Mm -hmm. wonderful chefs art Mm. culture theater i mean it's just a vibrance of history Mm -hmm. i mean it's crazy so we we went down there um maybe six months or so ago and there's Mm -hmm. a guy i've been talking to for a while i'm like hey you should come down you should come down and that happens a lot Mm -hmm. and we look into a bunch of those opportunities um like they happen all over the united states and stuff and usually when i travel that's what i'm i'm doing Mm-hmm. is taking a look at like new opportunities and stuff and this i went down in mexico city and just absolutely fell in love with it mm-hmm. and um i like had the like honor pleasure whatever of of like having dinner with a bunch of really good chefs i mm-hmm. mean people on netflix and mm-hmm. internationally famous people and they're like hey why don't you come down here and, and cook with us you know so mm-hmm. did some of that mm-hmm. and now you know, a few months later, we have a store that's built out, and um, we'll, we have like a like press and like food critics and everybody coming mm. on Thursday, mm-hmm. and Friday we'll open to the public. So that's amazing! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wow. Now, is this a Strange Donuts shop or is it something different? Oh no, it's it's called Strange Donuts. Yeah, I'll huh. show you some pictures oh, of it, wow. and I'll share share some pictures with you if you want, and we will um, mm. if you want to do anything with them. Sure. But I'll show you real quick, man. It is. Sick. <laughs> is it different than the one here? Or? Uh, it's comparable. I mean, you'll feel it, but like, you know, here we've kind of like found places we can afford to be mm-hmm. and then jammed ourselves into them. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So moving forward, we'll be like a little bit different, but this is the outside of the oh, shop yeah. from the street. Nice. That's, right? post, that's where you post the picture that's right here. Mm-hmm. Right. So cool. there's, I mean, it's like, a, it's like a donut shop coffee bar kind of model so it's cool. mm-hmm. it's just it'll look like a strange donuts we'll have an extended counter mm-hmm. with like an expanded drink menu mm-hmm. so we have some pretty cool drinks and stuff like mm-hmm. we're doing with coffee what we've done with donuts essentially yeah. Yeah. cool cool Very cool. so yeah that's gonna happen tomorrow and i'll be down there for a week and probably be traveling there on a regular basis that's Very awesome cool. yeah. yeah very cool we went to 
Uh, well, we flew into Mexico City about five years ago because mm-hmm. a couple of friends of ours were getting married in a town near there. I guess about two hours away. Mm-hmm. So we haven't been to Mexico City, yeah. but okay. just I mean driving through it looked so interesting, yeah, so and fly, vibrant. And flying over too, it just uh, it was immense, just amazing. Just yeah. uh, everything's going on there. It's overwhelming. I mean, mm-hmm. you can fly for a half hour straight at you know whatever five hundred miles an hour, however fast you're flying, mm-hmm. and it's just homes. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. And like city centers, it is unbelievable. And yeah. we're seeing all the villas, just villa to villa, villa to villa, yeah. villa, just a, yeah. Twenty five million people in mm. the metropolitan area. Mm. Wow. So it's yeah, it's pretty impressive. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah we went to Taposlan. Uh, I think I think it's about an hour, right? Yeah. I don't maybe know. longer than that. depends on how you drive, I guess. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, we liked it a lot, and like uh, Taposlan's kind of almost like a little hippie area mm. there, and we stayed in like a yoga retreat. Oh, tight. And uh, it was just really nice. It had, really, had an incredible restaurant in it, too. Mm-hmm. That's where I first had chili quiles. And uh, that's where yeah. you kind of fell in love with that. I really love That's what, like, one of my favorite dishes now. You make it? No, uh, I've tried to make it before. I'm not as good as they can make it. Yeah. I've, I've made it before. But not nearly as good as what I had down there. That was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, every, sir, everything that we ate was like a work of art. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. And it's just like supposed to be just like some casual place in a yoga center. Yeah. It's just kind of, but it's like just amazing, you know, amazing stuff. I don't know. How long were you guys there? A long weekend. Yeah. Four or five days. It was days. a destination wedding or the people were from there? No, it was a destination yeah. wedding. Right they on. knew yeah. people who lived in this little town. Yeah. It was cool. in the yeah. mountains, yeah. so it was up on, on the hillside. It was great. Yeah. What did the people cool. look like? Um, are you talking about the like people Like, describe who them. Like, the people who live there, are they like dark skin, yeah. n- native-looking yeah. Indian? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. This was actually, yeah. very few of them actually spoke English. It okay. was very yeah. remote. Yeah, I guess say Matisto. Yeah, probably. That's um, the crazy thing about Mexico is like, I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I, I feel like as Americans we have this like stereotypical picture of what like a Mexican mm-hmm. looks like. You go to Mexico City and it's like, oh, there's like Chinese Mexicans and <laughs> there's like, interesting, like it, there, there's there's blue eyed blonde hair. It's like mm. whatever. And I, I don't know why. Like I, I you know, I, I think that way. I've traveled a lot. I've I've traveled a lot internationally, and mm. every time I go somewhere, I'm like. You know, like, it's not weird to have, like, friends here that are, like, Latin or mm-hmm. or Asian-American yeah. or African-American. Yeah. But, like, oh, yeah, that's everywhere in the world. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, it's, and, like, the food is so diverse. There's mm. so many different cultures. I mean, we mm. think of, like, chilaquiles or, like, tacos, burritos, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and it's, like, that's not, I mean, it is so diverse. Mm. Mm. I mean, you feel like the Spanish, like it's like, we think of like Spanish types of food and Spanish yeah. influences, like yeah. the Spaniards ran most of the country, most of the world, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. For so long. I don't mm. know. Interesting. Yeah. It's like, a, I don't know, keep, I don't want to keep this talking, but like. That's no, right. Yeah. Hey, food is very political, you know, like, I guess this one good thing that came out of colonialism, I said it horribly. Colonialism. Thank you. Is that, is that the, different, the culture sharing that took place oh, sure. because of that? And like the food that traveled with it. And the, Vietnamese and food. Yeah. It's French. Mm. Yes. You know? Yeah, the banh mi is French. Yeah. Baguette, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you, like, you don't think that. I mean, you yeah, think yeah. like, like no, I, I hate saying you. I think, you know, mm. I think Vietnamese food, I think Chinese food with more noodles. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm. And then you like look at it closer. I mean, mm. like crepes, banh mi, baguettes, like, like the, the, the style of cooking is is French cooking. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, it's like, and it's, it's the same way 
it's the same way there. I'm excited to see like how like what it does to me. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. definitely. Which, mm-hmm. When's the first time you visited Mexico City? Uh, Mexico City proper, like a year ago. I've been. Mm-hmm. I used to live in Arizona for a, a while, and we would go to Mexico pretty often. Okay, and, and your uh, wife. Uh, no, we we met eight years ago before that. I, I didn't live there with her. Oh, okay. Yeah, we met here at like a diner. I walked in. <laughs> it was like, hey, that girl's pretty. I should go talk to her. And uh, now we're married with two kids, you know. And the, um, so, uh, no, but I, I, I used to go to Mexico a lot. Mm-hmm. I, we, were in T, we were in Ensenada, mm-hmm. which is like down the Baja Peninsula. This is, I don't know, five years ago or so and there's this area you could like google it's called the bufadora and there's a naturally occurring uh geyser in the um like in the rock wall where the Mm. the ocean like the waves crash in and it shoots you know like 200 feet in the air or something and there was um there's nothing there really there's like a little um this area that marks the landmark um, a little building rather that marks the landmark there was a girl there with a uh, or these ladies there with a uh, lion with a lion inside of a baby crib like a little lion cub huh. and uh and they would they would when they would bust these like drug lords they always had like these rare exotic animals oh. and this was like the apa that would take the animals oh, wow. and take care of them until yeah. they were old enough to like go to the zoo or yeah. and uh and there was there was this little hut i mean it was about the size of this room i mean like maybe 10 by 10 and they were making like fresh tortillas and and fish tacos Mm. it was just a piece of fish Mm -hmm. maybe a piece of cabbage a little mayonnaise Mm. and a tortilla Mm. and it was the best most simple (laughs) thing i've ever had in my life yeah and i was like i will be here someday you know and so i think it kind of started there where i was like i had like a uh like a real appreciation for the culture and the food Mm. And just like the simple li- like way of life, you know, mm-hmm. piece of mm. fish, cabbage, mayonnaise, tortilla, and that's what they did for mm. decades. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So. Huh. Cool. Mm-hmm. How many continents have you traveled to? I was born in England. Really. My dad was in the Air Force. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I was born in Lakenheath, north of London, mm-hmm. and um, I'm a dual citizen. Mm. So and I moved here when I was a kid. I lived. Uh, I lived in England. I lived here. I went to school in China, and um, mm-hmm. so China, Hong Kong. Mm. Um, I've been to all over South America. So like, um, I've been all over South America. Yeah. And um, is that it? <laughs> I think that might be it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nishuo Zhongun Ma. Nishuo Putonghua <laughs> yeah, what should we Indian? Mm. What? I yeah. Do you speak a bunch? I was like, uh, I, I speak a little. I say mama hu, mama hu. Okay. Yeah, not not that much. Um, I used to. Um, but the problem was that all the Chinese people I knew in America speak to, English. Yeah, they want to speak English. I talk to them in Chinese, get upset. Right. Where they come from? You don't speak English. You're country bumpkin. Right. You know, you're you're not sophisticated. I get not it, educated. Dude. So. Yeah. They always play back in English, you know, like, okay, well, yeah. I'm not going to use this. Right. <laughs> I know, I get it, dude. It's for, I, I, I still know a ton of words, mm. but, like, when people start talking, I I have to really think, I, like, really have to go there mm. to, to be able to communicate. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, speaking yeah. language, though, it's kind of like English in a lot of ways. You know, it's uh, English is all the different languages sort of combined together. Like, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know, Mandarin mm-hmm. Chinese is just like, it's, 
you know, it's is all these different uh, little provinces and cultures that were all combined together when we came one China, I guess, mm-hmm. and like uh, so it's all these different sort of rules that break each other. You know, it breaks, it breaks its own rules, and mm-hmm. it has all these words that come from different places, and like uh, yeah, it's kind of cool thing about. It, you know? Where do you are you going to China? No, no, I'm not going now. You just oh cool. I gotta do it though. I know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially if you like food. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're working at it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's on our plan. There's yeah. these things all the time, and I don't know. I mean, it's like I still I know it's still relatively expensive, but like um, the Chinese government like to foster tourism. We'll mm. put these like flash sale packages out, mm. and it'll be like you know 15 days, like semi guided. Yeah. $1,400 per person, mm-hmm. like mm. food, lodge, everything mm. included, flight. Wow. You know? mm. And mm. so, I mean, Just that's search form. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess you gotta be careful what to take a picture of, though. Dude. <laughs> like in trouble. I don't know. But it's, yeah. I'll be in there as, as like, uh, as interesting, man. I went to school there for a little bit and then I went back there and, and like, lived for a little while. Mm-hmm. And the, um, and I was at a, like, the equivalent of, like, um, the Department of, or like that, what am I trying to say? Not the Department of the Interior. What mm-hmm. is it called for the economics for? Oh, United um, States, the Department of Economics. Department I guess finance. so. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, Department of Finance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like the equivalent of that when I was <laughs> mm-hmm. for for uh, for China, mm. and the um, and this, I was like, you know, what questions do you have? And I had a lot of questions about trade, mm. and then like uh, copyright and all this stuff, oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and then I, and then and I was like, what about Mao? You know, and I, I said something like, oh, we love Mao. He's like Jesus. He's like Jesus. He's like. Mm. Jesus is to Americans what Mao is to us. Mm. And I was like, didn't he kill like 50 million people? I said, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, he, you know, we, like, they, it was like they didn't even hear it. And then walking down the hall when I left the room, mm. this guy's like, he whispered to me, people are listening. He whispered mm. to me, people are listening. And it, get, it still mm. gives me chills. Huh. Yeah. You know? I was just like, oh my God. Like, mm. oh, I, like, the things that we think of freedom, you know, that mm. we don't even think of. Sure. That we yeah, take yeah. so for granted. Sure. So, yeah. anyways, but. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Was that, you were like at university or high school there? No, I was in college oh, when okay. I went there, yeah. For the first time, I was in this thing called the Budding Scholars Program. I had a hot dog vending cart. <laughs> so I had, a, I had a hot dog vending business for like 10 years. Uh-huh. And hmm. the, um, that's how I like, not how I got into food. I was like into food well before that. I was like in like uh I was in group homes, right? Mm-hmm. I was like custody of the state, so I lived in mm. like detention centers, and then I would like get sent to a group home, and some of them are like in the country, mm. and so I was at this place in the country, and we would uh, we would make our own food, break mm. down our own meat, mm. and um, you know chop your own wood, carry your own water, wow. and I like learned to like like cooking there was like an escape, you know, like I wasn't locked mm. up when I was cooking, and that's mm. where I like learned that. But then like uh, I went to um, I was back here. I started a hot dog vending business, mm-hmm. and um, and then so I'm like, I was bad in school, but I just applied the stuff that I learned from school. Like mm-hmm. I would like literally cross out like widgets or whatever it was on a test, and I would mm. replace it with hot dogs. <laughs> you know, I would like I would turn in my test with everything crossed out, and it'd be like hot dogs, bun, mustard, license fees, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, mm. uh, wow. uh, and so. That's where I like uh, learned the food business, 
and I got asked because I had some entrepreneur, because I, I, I had my own business, mm-hmm. had some entrepreneurial experience, I got asked to apply for this uh, program called the Budding Scholars Program. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was no way I'd be accepted, you know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like this, who's your kid? And uh, <laughs> man, I was just so insecure. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody else thought like, oh, you're doing all this great stuff. This is crazy. You have your and I was like making really good money selling hot dogs, mm. and the uh, having just a ton of fun. It changed who I was. Mm. But other people saw like these accomplishments. I just didn't see them. They asked me to apply, and I I got accepted. Like because I was in this Chinese program, mm. and they're like, this program is for for to foster relationships between American entrepreneurs, mm. and and like businesses in China, mm-hmm. and mm. so. That's what happened and exposed me to a hmm. lot, hmm. a lot. Cool. Change who I am. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I have so many questions I want to ask you. Yeah, yeah get yeah. in here. Uh, Let's do it. What what Let's talk about all the issues. Um, hmm. No, I don't even have any issues. Hmm? Let's say, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Uh, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be an orange yeah. yeah, dude, I was like, man, I want to be an orange bad. Yeah, I, 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 I want to be the space shuttle, not an astronaut, but that, that the actual space shuttle. shuttle. Yeah, the actual space shuttle. You feel me, dude? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I want to be an orange bad. Yeah. And like, I remember getting asked that question, what do you want to be in your grow? I was like, an orange, because I just loved oranges. And there was this guy, there was this guy, and like, everybody laughed at me, and I was like, it broke my heart, man. And they're like, you can't be an orange. And I was like, <laughs> I was distraught. I was really, I like even had the picture of me as an orange in my head. And it wasn't like anthropomorphic. It wasn't yeah. like yeah. me, like an, it was like an orange, like this beautiful, shiny, like dimpled orange. Mm. No mouth or eyes or anything. No, what? And then the, um, I, I still can see the orange in my head. <clears throat> and then everybody's making fun of me. And this guy, who's this older guy, he had like special needs and he was like a little jaundice mm-hmm. and so his skin like he was like you know he's like it's okay jason i wanted to be an orange too mm-hmm. and he was a little plump mm-hmm. and i thought i was like so you're telling me it can happen like i was like i thought he was turning into he's on an his orange. way yeah. he's on his way yeah. to be yeah. an orange yeah. Yeah. yeah he's plump and like Aww. a little yellow yeah. <laughs> 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 so that's what i wanted yeah. to be yeah. i wanted to be an orange wow. man and I wanted, and I, I wanted to be a. Uh, there, were, I had a pediatrician who was a really nice guy. So I thought about I wanted to be a pediatrician, and then I, I played sports a lot. Mm-hmm. So when I was like a little kid, I, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to be like. Uh, I played soccer and basketball, so I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. But like really early on, I just abandoned all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, you guys, what do you want to be? I wanted to be a singer. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. It's happened. Yeah? Do you still sing? I do. I'm an opera singer. What? Yeah, amazing yeah. voice. Incredible voice. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where do you perform? Are you part of a... So I sing. I do a lot of like weddings and funerals. I mm-hmm. sing for events. I sing as a part of a professional choir here in St. Louis. What's it called? Uh, St. Louis Chamber Chorus. Yeah, dude. I've, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yep. It's on NPR all the time. I ever thought it. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. For they sure. They talk about yeah. him a lot. Yep. He's been on TV. Yep. Excellent. Do you mm-hmm. speak German then, or what are you singing? Italian, German? We, we sing in a lot of languages. Yeah. And when I was uh, high school, I studied French. German, I studied, or college, I studied German. I remember very little of it, but I can I can speak it. I can sing it very well. Wow. Yeah. I sing a lot of languages. That's I excellent. understand very mm-hmm. few. 
<laughs> so it's, yeah, Crazy it's how fun. that happens. I like it. And you always wanted to do that? I did. Yeah. I it's always, beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. You? It's very good. Well, I mentioned the space shuttle thing, but besides that, <laughs> I see him one be like a... Uh, I was like a voice actor or something like that, or one to be like like for a cartoon, yeah, or like a comedian or like someone who's like a regular a regular on a TV show or something like that, like some kind of sitcom. But um, I don't know, it didn't really pan out. But um, later on, I wanted to be like an artist. I wanted to be like a chef. Then I wanted to be, you know, out of debt. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, have a stable life. So I get it. Computer programming came what I mm-hmm. end up doing. Web design and like you know advertising, oh. you know brand identity management stuff like that. So mm. cool. Mm. Nice. So. No, it's always a fun. I always ask that question to people, and it's fun hearing their mm. answers. What you wanted to be? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. There's actually of all the interviews we've done, only one person ever answered. I wanted to be a chef. Really? But only one yeah. person yeah. ever said that. They all have you know, like a baseball player, hockey player. Uh, what else? Mm. People said. Uh, Some people said actors. Yeah. It's fun to hear, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you have siblings? Are you an only child? I have uh, an older brother who is like a natural brother, and then I had some step brothers mm-hmm. and sisters and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. When you were growing up with your folks, do you have any special cooking or food memories that you guys did? Totally, yeah. And also, like, we were, we were pretty poor, mm-hmm. and um, I remember my dad. Um, so a lot of them were like, like unfortunately like I was like I I got arrested for the first time when I was like 11 years old Mm. and then so like like food was like really special Mm. right when you're uh incarcerated Mm. and so there's like a bunch of stuff with that but the um I uh I remember my dad saying you know every like it started out like you know every Wednesday we're gonna have like Chinese night and tell stories and so we mm. would make ramen he would tell you mm. like really built it up mm-hmm. you know he'd be like this is like uh like a delicacy like he would he would t- talk up ramen so much and when I ate it I felt really special I thought it was like awesome mm. and then and then Wednesday turned into like Thursday and Friday also and then like you know we would want to eat ramen all the time mm. and oh. so but then I didn't realize like you know I mean later on you know, you're like 18, 19, 20, 20, whatever, you know, like, and you're eating that stuff and you're like, oh, we ate that because we didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. But like, still, I eat ramen, uh, just like the little package, the 11 cent package. Mm-hmm. I eat it, you know, a couple times a year just, and it's like, it makes me feel good, mm-hmm. you know? Cool. So it's cool that like my dad did that. Yeah. Like when, totally. like, it was totally like positive framing. Like, and I, I now that I have kids... It, like, makes me sad when I think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I wonder what he must have been going through. Mm. Being, like, I have to, f- this is what I, I can give my kids something for five cents. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. What that, how that made him feel. And, um, but, like, the decision, like, what, but I never, I never knew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was an awesome thing for me. Yeah. Mm. And I think about that. That's. So mm. I think about that a lot. Yeah. When I have kids. That's a good story. I yeah. like it. Do you try to do special meals or memories with your kids? I will for sure. So yeah. right now, I mean, I have my my son is two years old, mm-hmm. and um, I have a daughter who's just she was nine months yesterday. Mm. So I mean, they're still really really young, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I'll give like like I eat you know 
I eat well now, mm. you know, and um, we eat a lot of stuff. And we like the the Sunday, the kind of tradition, like the arepas, mm-hmm. um, is cool. And we try we do that every Sunday. That's mm-hmm. cool. But I also um, try to he eats everything, mm-hmm. you know, like and uh, if whatever I'm eating, I will give some to him. If, mm-hmm. if it's not expi- I eat a lot of spicy mm-hmm. food. I don't give any spicy food. Mm-hmm. But um, um, I don't know. I just wanted to eat a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but that right now I could say is it. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I used to like, you seen ratatouille? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know how he says, "Eat this cheese." Now eat this grape. Mm. Now eat the cheese and grape together. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it changes the way that it, you know. So I'll like give him stuff and he'll eat it slowly. Like I'll eat it slowly mm. and like like let some like mm. flavors develop, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does the same thing now oh, cool. and he'll go, hmm, hmm, you know, like. <laughs> and so nice. cool. it's pretty yeah. cool. I don't think he understands it yet, but I think he, like he'll eat things together now, mm-hmm. which a lot of kids usually don't do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like Definitely. it's like I want cheese. And yeah. then I want grapes. Keep them yeah. separated on right. the plate. Right. Yeah. But he'll like combine mean. stuff. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Well, cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah, I like that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Do you have any um, dishes or meals in town that you've had that you think people should know about? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's like a, like Kui, you know, is one of my good friends. I love mm. Kui. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, there's um, some crepes. On their menu that not mm. a lot of people know about. At Miley. At Miley, yeah. Uh-huh. At Miley, yeah. and it's, 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 I can't remember what the name of it is. I just always say, mm-hmm. let me get the crepes. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, I think it's like a number 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's a dish where you can see on the face of it when it comes out, like, this doesn't look like anything I've seen before. And mm-hmm. you can really see, like, oh, this is French cooking. That's what I'm talking about. When you mm-hmm. eat like chicken fried rice and stuff there, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, this oh, yeah. is just chicken fried rice, which yeah. is like, yeah. What people a lot of times will probably normally eat. We yeah. might get some pho, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. like, try the crepes. I think that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. And um, it'll taste like nothing you've ever had before. Yeah. Cool. There's like a, um, uh, jicama and shrimp, pork. Mm. And there's a, like a vinegar sauce that you put on top mm. of it. I think that's awesome. Mm. I mm. love it. The legend, if you don't know about the legend from Legrand's. I think that's mm. one of the best sandwiches the city has to offer. Mm. The legend. Mm-hmm. It's a little spicy. My favorite. I love it. Um, where else do I go on a regular basis to eat, man? Um, those two things for sure. And I try to turn people on to those two mm. dishes. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think. I don't. That's what I can come up with. That's cool. Kind mm. of on the spot. Where is yeah. the Grands? The Grands is um, right by Ted Drew's. It's it's called Tomboy Ooh, Market. In St. Louis Hills, oh, yeah, it's, okay. yeah, hmm. it borders the park on the um, west side. Oh, okay. Borders Francis oh. Park on the west side. Okay, gotcha. And um, it's called t- it's right across the street from like a it's next door to the fire station. Hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So no, that place is fire. Huh, Where else? Cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What else I eat? I don't know. Those two dishes though. Hmm. Well, it's, well, a sandwich and a dish. I think everybody should try. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So how'd you get started in the hot dog biz? Um, so I went, I was living in Arizona and I was, a, um, I was a drug abuse counselor mm. and we had a, uh, like these tickets, we had tickets to the Coyotes games <laughs> and I'd go to the Coyotes games and outside the Coyotes games, there'd be a guy selling hot dogs. He mm. looked like Jesus and he had this <laughs> thing called like the slap shot deal and it was like two hot dogs, bag of chips and a soda. 
for mm -hmm. five bucks. Cool. Um, I, I could swing that. And then I just started like talking to the guy. And I, I don't know, I think like I, I ask people a lot of questions and I like to talk to people, like everybody, mm -hmm. you know, like specifically like about like your religion or your, you know, your gender identification or your ethnicity. I like a lot of things. I, I just like, hey, so what's up with this? You know, I'll just like ask people <laughs> kind of straight up, you know, yeah. and the um, and uh, and I love doing that. I talked to this guy and um, he told me a little bit about the hot dog business, but more anything, I just watched him. And then I like, I hit a point in that job where I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Like physically, like I was like having a breakdown and I was like, I need to leave here. I ended up coming to St. Louis yeah. and, um, I didn't ha I was like, I had $11 I did, and, and like a jar of peanut butter and some bread. And I, uh, I was like, I gotta do something. And I was like, I need to go back to school. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for school. And then I thought of hot dog Jesus. So I was like, man, maybe I can start a hot dog mending business yeah. but I was like how do you do that and then out of nowhere somebody asked me like hey man one of my friends is having trouble with drugs um you think you could talk to him and I'm like yeah I'll see what I do he knew I was a I used to be a counselor he's like he has this hot dog vending business it was like out of like what you know he's like he has this hot dog vending business why don't like uh he's always working there why don't you go down there and talk to him mm -hmm. so I went down there I threw on an apron I like to go down there to honestly help, and the, and um, and then I just started. I was like, I learned it mm. quickly, um, and then I was like, you know, I think I can do this. I put together. Um, so there was, uh, I did it for a, a few weeks. <coughs> the dude ended up needing some help. I was working at a restaurant at the time, and I was going. I was I was enrolled in community college, mm. and so I'd work at the restaurant, go to school at night, and then I'd like at night night I would go sell hot dogs and then this the manager of the restaurant noticed that he's like I'm coming in tired all the time and people are like man he's, he's like I heard you're like making tons of money down there selling hot dogs which I wasn't <laughs> you know but he's like why don't you um I'll give you some money we'll split the profits you work everything and I was like man that sounds great <laughs> this guy came in this guy came in and I was like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start a business We're gonna, I'm gonna sell hot dogs <laughs> and he's like well how are you doing that and I was like, the manager's gonna give me fifty. You know, give, gonna give me the money. We're gonna split. I'm gonna do all the work, and we're gonna split the profits. And he was like, so you're gonna do all the work? You gotta give him half the money. And I was, he's like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Why don't you give me a business plan? Mm. And I'm like, all right, we'll do. You know, and I didn't know yeah. what that was, so I had to go like Google, <laughs> what's a business plan? And uh, and I put the, a business plan together. And I um, just started experimenting, mm -hmm. um, making hot dogs, making buns, mm -hmm. doing all the stuff it takes to make a hot dog. And um, the guy gave me $3,000 and I started a hot, I bought a hot dog cart and went out and our first day was Mardi Gras. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. like, I don't remember, you know, but I just, I had a friend who lived in Soulard. He let me set the cart up in front of his house mm -hmm. and then a, a cop came by and I'm like, crap, man, he's going to shut us down. And he was like, why don't you come down here at the corner? There's more people down here on the corner. Mm -hmm. You know? And I was like, yes, mm. sir. So, <laughs> and like, any license collector or, like, a cop would come by to, like, shut me down. I'd be like, I'd point at the cop, and he'd, like, wave to them. You know? Wow, wow. Yeah, and, like, I got to sit there. And so I learned real quick. Like, I was making soup, right? I made soup to sell on the, on the cart. 
Like, nobody drunk wants soup. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I had all this soup that I, like, we had to throw out. I thought it was going to be an awesome idea. But, like, I learned real quick, mm. you know, like, about, like, what people want and mm. how to interact with people. Mm. And that's where I really learned, like, how to talk to people and, like, mm. the hottest girl or, like, the scariest dude. You know what I mean? It was, like, like how to mm-hmm. uh, connect the dots between people. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I started that business. And like, you know, a year into it, maybe a year and a half, we won an award for like best hot dogs in St. Louis. Huh. And the and it, it said like the award was those, it was like best hot dogs in St. Louis, those guys with the carts, right? <laughs> and it was, uh, and it was me and I was mentioned and I was in some magazines and stuff like that. <laughs> but I was like, I didn't know a lot about like branding and, mm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. and so I was, cause I had that, like that mentality of like, I need to hide by this house and hustle mm. selling the hot dogs, you know, mm. where had I like, um, so had I early on, um, done, put in the work that I didn't know that I needed to do, mm. I could have been on the corner legitimately, mm. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At, at, uh, at Mardi Gras, we made like, I made a pillowcase full of money mm. at that event, man. And then the next time I went out, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. The next time we went out, I think I made $83 and I was there for like, twice as long mm. you know and the eight and like the 83 dollars was like i was like i was so hyped on it mm. i was like i did this mm-hmm. mm. this 83 dollars didn't have a basket to be captured in mm. you know what i'm saying mm. it was like i made a bucket to catch the 83 dollars and i made people happy with my product mm-hmm. and like my mentality changed from like how do I pay my bills to like, how do I give people a service, you know? Mm. And then the, the, the other thing takes care of itself when you're focused on how do I make people happy, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's how I started in the restaurant or like my own restaurant yeah. business. How you long know? did you do the hot, cart, hot dog cart course? 10 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so we did, I did it for 10 years, and um, we had like, a few locations downtown in the mm-hmm. Loop, um, in Dogtown. Mm. Um, we would do, like, events and catering and stuff nice. like mm. that. Yeah, it was cool. Very cool. Yeah, and they bought hot dogs off you in the Loop because you see concerts down there all the time. Totally, at the pageant. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I totally bought hot dogs off you during that time. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, boom. <laughs> nice. Well, what, like, you, what do you guys do? I mean, go ahead. I don't know. I mean, like, uh, how'd you get started in the Strange Donuts business, business then? Yeah, no, strange, so Strange Donuts, I had a friend in, in college that I met, and we became pretty fast friends, and then um, I, uh, I, was, I lived in St. Louis Hills, and I mm. lived right by Donut Drive-In, mm-hmm. and I would go there all the time, and I was like, I had sold the hot dog business, I'm working in sales, mm. and... Um, I missed it. I would sell hot dogs in my sleep, literally. I still do. And sometimes Aww. when I go when I go to the donut shop, uh-huh. I say I'm going to the hot dog stand. <laughs> I say it, you know. I love I love strange donuts, but I started going when I would go on a sales call, I would buy donuts from Donut Drive and it said St. Louis on the box and like, you know, it was just something cool and I liked it and I'd share it and I started going in there all the time. Sometimes I'd eat it donut drive in three times a day. And I started <laughs> like they started talking to me about like, hey, do you want to work here? Take this over. We started talking about like, hmm. 
me being in the donut business, right? <laughs> and um, and I love donuts. I love cooking still, obviously. And the um, I just I like that hands-on, quick interaction where people are happy with your product. And um, it's like the thing that like when you're drunk at night mm-hmm. after a concert mm-hmm. or you smoke some weed, you're like, and the hot dog guys there, you're like. That's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> I missed that. Yeah. And um, so I started talking to them about that. And then my friend said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, I, I'm, I maybe want to start a hot dog business. And um, it was uh, going to be called Dogtown Donuts. Mm. And I was just like, I was just like, why don't, um, I was like, if you need some help with that. Like early on, I was like, so I learned from the hot dog business and then other things that I've done and started and. And I've uh, been a part of, like, you can't, I mean, you can, I think it's best, like, in Canada, Dogtown doesn't mean anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're going to put the energy into starting a business, you should have some kind of end game in mind, mm. right? And if it's like Jason Bachman's Donuts, mm. right, Fred Savage can't buy Jason Bachman's Donuts. Fair enough. Right? Um, and run that shop by himself. He's not going to want to come in and work every day at Jason Bachman's Donuts. Mm-hmm. So you got to have something that's like ubiquitous that like people can resonate with everywhere. Sure. Right? And so um, I would like, we, we, I was just like helping out in little ways like that. And like, uh, so anyways, some, it, like the store um, wasn't getting opened. And things were kind of dying on the vine. And, and my friend was like, why don't you, uh, can you help us? You know, like, why don't you be a part of it? And I was like, I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to like step in on this thing. Sure, yeah. And uh, I think it's awesome for people like figure stuff out by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, let's do it, man. So then we like, I came up with a menu and, mm. and pricing and the stranger, you know, mm. like how strangers are done. I'm like, yeah. you know, it's easier to get to a break even if uh if you have like a more expensive product also mm-hmm. and like the hype that that builds sure yeah and like we're gonna get better you know so um i was like if we're working with other people and we get to learn what they're doing well it translates into our product and we can do it better mm-hmm. and um so i went from like maybe being a part of like that store and like having like like this legacy business or something like that to like all right, let's just do it ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. we came up with strange donuts and, and started doing the crazy stuff that you see that we do. And, um, that's it. So mm-hmm. a little bit of it. I mean, it's crazy now. Like it's like it is. humbling it's like four years. What? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and it's, we're opening in Mexico city. Mm-hmm. You know, we've like, we took a shot and failed in Columbia, Missouri, mm-hmm. whatever. But the, uh, you know, to like, we've done a lot of, awesome things mm-hmm. in a real short time and um but then like when you take a step back like wow man I'm, you know that's 13 percent of my life yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know mm. so, why do you think it's been so successful um one i think is timing mm-hmm. you know i think that uh like the timing of it was good i think uh up front um the marketing you know, building a lot of hype. Yeah. You know, we really did. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be like arrogant with it, but I don't know anybody else that was doing collaborations 
mm-hmm. like yeah, we, yeah. before we did that. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. anybody that was doing pop-up restaurants mm-hmm. before we did it. Yeah. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so I think that people were like, like if we were to be, if we were to try to do that now, like, oh, you're just another Tom, Dick, and Harry. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think that was really, really important. And then, um, I mean, because then, I mean, self-admittedly, like, I was figuring it out in the kitchen, but I didn't know how to make a great donut. Mm. You know what I mean? But the hype made the donut taste better, I think. And then mm. some people who were, like, really discriminating, mm. they were like, man, screw this place. This is just, like, <laughs> regular donuts that are hyped up. And it was the mm-hmm. truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was totally the truth. And a lot of people, I still think, hate us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, screw that place. And they think that we make, like, bag mix, which we did. Like, we would literally have, like, bags of stuff we added water to and made donuts. And mm-hmm. now it's like we make everything from scratch mm-hmm. and uh, whatever. So, the uh, but I think in the beginning, for sure, man, it was like doing unexpected stuff, um, saying the way we felt, you know, like, um, and like being like a personality more than a sure. business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you know I, I feel like strange donuts is like a is a person yeah. you know that like says how it feels and shows gratitude and respect yeah. and anger you know what sure. i mean yeah and i think that i think that's important i think that the reason that we're still successful is because of like some of the stuff that i learned mm-hmm. on the corner at three in the morning mm-hmm. selling hot dogs mm-hmm. you know it's like looking people in the eye and like try to make them happy Hmm. like they're there to buy your product Mm -hmm. you know and that's given once somebody comes in the door they're there to buy your product you don't have to like worry about that but like how do i have them leaving here feeling like i hug them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think it's important to like make people feel like they're important when we started 2013 Mm -hmm like was still a rough year for a lot of people mm. you know and we we're selling dozens of donuts for like 20 bucks and that was a lot of money yeah you know and there was like there was people that would come in the store and i'd see them because i was probably that kid you know what i mean i didn't we never ate out when i was a kid mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. not never we would go to this place called pantera's pizza every once oh, in yeah. a while yeah yeah dude we would get we would get pantera's pizza I saw that dude, Al, Al on Pantera's Pizza. I saw him at Forest Park the other day, man. Mm. I saw him, I wanted to cry. I was like, man, that dude made me feel special when mm. we went there. He knew I was like this dirty mm. Hoosier kid. You know mm. what I mean? And the dude made me feel like a little prince. Mm. But that's, so like, when people would come in, and I know, like, this is their mo- this is what they're doing for the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This $20 is um, attainable to them. They can come here and they can, and we're going to make sure they feel special and wanted and like we're treating them because like they could take that money and go anywhere else, Mm. you know? And I'm like, anytime somebody comes into our store, I'm like, I, I know that they have so many options Mm. and I want them to know like, God damn, I appreciate you, you know? Mm. And so I think that that's like, I mean, people have like. I think 10, 15 people have been proposed to mm. inside of Strange Donuts. Interesting, yeah. In the shop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many 
engagement donuts we've made. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, so, like, they go, whatever. Or, like, birth announcements. You know, my cousin is an OBGYN, and she's like, you wouldn't believe how many times, you know, there's, like, a baby born, and then, like, people are bringing strange donuts as the, like, welcome to the world gift, you know? <laughs> I was like, man, it's, like, that is insane. <laughs> you know, that, like, the, and, like, weddings. I mean, we cater weddings mm-hmm. all the time. Mm. And I'm like, your baby being born, you getting engaged, you getting married, like, or like for, uh, um, a death, mm-hmm. you know, like, set, like to be involved in people's personal lives like this. It's like, I think mm-hmm. that's why I, that's, that's why we're, that's, I, that's, that's the reason why I yeah. think we're successful mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of, a lot of people here who are chefs or owners or whatever. They say, you know, that's why it's called the service because you know it's it's not about the food I mean yeah. mm-hmm. it is but it's about as you just said the relationships making mm-hmm. people feel mm-hmm. special making them have an awesome experience for the mm-hmm. five minutes they're in your shop right mm-hmm. what is there like do you guys have any like uh, faux pas or like little things that, at restaurants that you hate um I'm trying to think I mean usually when we go to a restaurant we almost always sit at the bar okay because mm-hmm. we know the bartender is probably, he's kind of sure of all the roles of the house Got he's it. a little bit of a GM, he's a little bit of a front of the house, he's a little bit of a cook in a way, because he's got to actually make stuff. Mm-hmm. And, he's, you know, he's, and he's also hospitality, he's also like, make sure everyone's having a great time. So I think if you have a good bartender, you know, um, that's kind of like almost the core of the place. Some people never talk to the guy, I know. Mm-hmm. Some people go and sit down, but I think it's much better experience. You get up there and you, you know, have someone who really is almost like a little bit of the nerve center of the place. Mm-hmm. But uh, first of all, pods of restaurants do, I mean, I guess, as you say, like, you know, if we're ignored, not saying that us personally, but if the people that come in there right. don't really pay, unless it's a high volume place where of course it's going to happen. Yeah, like, get your go. Yeah, like that kind of that's understandable. Then we better, it better be fast, and you better ignore me and let me get out of there. But and um, the food better be fire. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it better yeah. be yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, but right. like or a really good price point. You right. Know? Yeah. You know, but um, yeah. No, I mean, first full pause. I mean, I'm trying to think here, because you know most of the places have pretty good service. Yeah. I think things are really good in St. Louis. They do, yeah, it is. I know one thing that sort of bugs me, not necessarily about restaurants, but it could be anyone, Mm. uh, just a person when they're talking about a place or a type of food. And, like, we get this Mm. a lot. People say, oh, have you been to this such and such place? And it doesn't happen very often, but sometimes someone just has an attitude. They're like, what is wrong with you? You haven't been there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't like that verbiage just because, (laughs) you know, some people... They may not have all that money. They may, yeah. you know, not be able... And I say, you know what? Some people, you know, they have to think very carefully about where they spend their money. And they can't spend, totally. you know, $50, $75, dollars meal. Like, um, you know, there, there's a lot of things, like, as you said, those pop-up meals that go on. You know, $60, $75, $100 a ticket. Right. You know, for us, that's 150 yeah. bucks. You can't go to everyone that we're right. invited yeah, to. Yeah. People, yeah. And, yeah, when someone just says, what is wrong with you? Just... Maybe rethink your phrasing yeah, a little bit about that. We don't that. really have issues with uh, restaurants. More like some of the other people in the food bloggers, per se. Got um, it. Where someone has a one experience, bad experience when they go there for someplace the first time. So then they lambast it in like a review or a write-up. <laughs> and it's like, well, geez, you know, I mean, this, these are people's jobs. These are people's livelihood. Yeah, yeah and then you, get, you, get, you only get one chance and you give that much of a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you're going to try to rip the place apart. Like, we're... Even, like, we actually went to um, Walnut Grill recently, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's not the best, but it's not the worst either. And it's, I had a good, had a decent enough time there. Right. And so we posted a picture of it, and someone said, uh, "I can't believe you went here," or something like that. And like, well, 
you know, they can have that if they want, but it's like, you know, it's you know, still a place where people work. It is crazy to think, man. I think, too, like, I, I know, like, operationally, like, how a restaurant works. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, it's crazy when people go first day. You know what I mean? We were getting flamed mm. for months, and mm. still sometimes. And I think that's just because some of the stuff that I've said, like, people have taken offense to or whatever. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. But the, uh, like, uh, there was a place that opened around the corner from us, um, Gus's Fried Chicken. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, In yeah. Maplewood. Yeah. And they opened at seven o'clock, and they were like, "We're open at seven o'clock p.m." Right, mm-hmm. and it was like, like, uh, like, and the owner is in there, the wife is in there, like the girl who started Gus's Chicken, mm-hmm. you know, is in there, like, like, st- slaving, dude, like, yeah, yeah. working hard. Mm-hmm. And you look at their Yelp, and seven o seven, dude, seven o seven, somebody gave them like a one star. Mm-hmm. This place. But, you know, I was like, dude, the grease isn't even hot yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give it, a, like, chill. Yeah. And I can't, like, you know, the stress that's involved in that, like, oh, yeah. as an owner seeing that, and some of that stuff I try not to pay attention to. It. I, I, I look at all this stuff and see, like, how can I get better? But, like, not totally. I, see, like, mm-hmm. I think both of us have worked at restaurants and little shops before, yeah, yeah. so we know. Yeah. Some, some yeah. people have never done that. And, like... Okay, and, come on, guys. And, yeah. and well, the margin's so tight, too. Right. That it's just, like, one bad day can just ruin, like, uh... Oh, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've messed up some caterings, you know what I mean? And we're mm-hmm. like, yeah, here's here's all your money back. Here's some coupons. Here's some T-shirts. Here's, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it'll be... It, now it's going to be two days of work mm-hmm. to make up that money, yeah. you know? But at the same time, too, dude, I think it's awesome that people, like, especially really vocal people, if you're just pretentious, like... Fuck off, you know what I mean? Like for real. Like <laughs> if you're just like you're here to be superior, mm-hmm. yeah. all right, man, cool. You know, but like, and and like those some people you're just not gonna make happy, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And they, and but I think like people that are really vocal about about being upset can be your best asset because mm-hmm. you're sure. like we have to meet these people's expectations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Like yeah. and only like by meeting those people's expectations makes us better. Yeah. You know, so like where some people would say, oh, screw that person for making that comment or mm-hmm. that. I'm like, no, that's awesome. Because if I can make them happy or meet their high expectations, then it makes us better and everybody else's experience. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason, tell people where can they find you in person and online? Um, so I like my name on Instagram personally is Cerny Banders. Like, so, like Bernie Sanders with the S and the uh-huh. I don't know, I just thought it was kind of funny. It sounds like a rap name, you know? Yeah, like, Cerny Banders. Cerny Banders. We're oh, Banders. Cerny. Oh, yeah. Cerny Banders, yeah. So, Cerny Banders, um, <laughs> at Strange Donuts on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and then Strange Donuts MX mm. is uh, the, the Mexico handle cool. for Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm the real Jason Bachman on Twitter. I'm not super... I mean, I handle all the social media stuff, you know, for us, and mm-hmm. I do a bunch of different things, so I'm not super active mm-hmm. on on social media personally. Mostly, like, like pictures of my kids and, like, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm that dude now. It's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> so, that's me. And where are the shops in St. Louis located? Maplewood and Kirkwood. Mm-hmm. And we're... 
looking at some new spaces now. Mm. So oh. I think like mm. we have some big stuff planned. Like part of Columbia closing was uh, mm-hmm. so we, Columbia is closed. <laughs> some and the uh, <laughs> so like part of doing that was like man it, was, it took so much energy and like there's a lot of energy we, we want to put other places so mm-hmm. there's going to be like there'll, there'll be a lot of stuff happening nice. soon good deal yeah so then last question for you okay do you have any asks or requests for the folks listening to us yeah man i mean uh i this my mom my mom's blowing me up oh heck um so the uh asks or requests I do, man. I think like, uh, you know, when you meet people, um, whether that be like, you know, the person that's waiting on you or a chef or the person at 7-Eleven, the tire guy or the person that you're walking by on the street or a secretary, you know, I mean, specifically people in service positions, you know, treat these people with respect. And like, it could be, it could be their worst. Anybody you can meet, I think about this on a regular basis. I could be meeting somebody on the worst day of their life. You know, and if I keep that, like, if I keep an attitude of like, of service in my personal life, and I'm like, you know what, like to p- treat people kindly, um, and and ask them questions about them, like everybody wants to be interviewed. This is still like amazing to me that I'm here like with you guys and you guys are interviewing me. You know what I mean? It makes me feel special. Everybody wants that. You know, people like asking for money, on you know the like I say. How are you, how's your day going? You know, how are you? What's your name? And um, I think so, like, in general, treating people with respect, um, I would ask that you do that. Um, you know, give Strange Donuts a try. If you're in St. Louis, you know, support uh, businesses that are here. Give people a fair shake. And um, do something to give back. I don't know. The uh, That's it. I think... Um, Everybody needs a little love. So, so if I was going to say, like, ask you guys to do something, anybody who's listening, is to uh, make somebody else feel special. Great. Cool. I love it. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. answer. Yeah. Jason, this was super fun. Thank you. Thanks for coming yeah. over. Bang. Boom. Bam. 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 <laughs> All right. This is great. Thank you. Cool. You guys got any jokes? You know any jokes? Yeah. Let's hear a joke, dude. Let's see. Um, oh, uh, you know my wife's got me on this. My wife has me on this crazy tropical fruit diet. Okay. It's enough to make a mango crazy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys! Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already, would you consider giving this podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcast? It would be really helpful to us to help get the word out about what we're doing. You can surf on over to the podcast page right now and just click on four or five stars. You can do it while you're listening. Thanks. If you'd like to help underwrite our show by becoming a We Eat Stuff patron, visit patreon.com slash we eat stuff to check out all the packages we're offering and choose the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd like to hear from you if there are other awards you'd like to see. Please join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye. What's brown and sticky? What? A stick.
<laughs> <laughs> yeah.